Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Armando Mirande. He is a veterinarian for Miller Poultry in Indiana. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me, Joseph. Antibiotic-free production, it's relatively new to the poultry industry, but your operation, Miller Poultry, has been doing it, I believe, for more than 10 years. Yeah, uh, close to 18, yes. You've been associated with the company, I believe, for five years. What have been the primary challenges, health-wise, that, that you have seen in flocks raised with no antibiotics? That's a loaded question. One would uh, expect me to answer that is necrotic enteritis on a fully coxy-vaccinated flock, and that is a common problem. Uh, but in the north, uh, we face other challenges like um, ventilation issues when, for example, it reached to 29 below. And uh, fortunately, we have not had many uh, viral respiratory challenges. On a day-to-day -day basis, though, are coccidiosis and enteritis still the biggest challenges? Yes and no. I mean, it's, it's common. We just look at the prevalence, and it's, it's, it's about 10 to 12 percent of all the flocks that get it, which doesn't sound like a, like a whole lot. And it's relatively mild. It, it's, it's all relative, you know. Some companies are talking two to five uh, dead births per thousand. Mm -hmm. We have seen even less than that. So we do have the occasional house where we lose 200 births in one day. And a house, a typical house is 26,000 births. So that will put it right there at um, uh, one, you know, 10 births, eight to 10 births per thousand, which is high, but it's uh, few and far in between. Uh, we have decided to use coccidia vaccine year round. We're a little bit nervous at first because of the weather conditions and the uh, accumulation of moisture in the barn. We thought it could be maybe not a wise uh, idea, but we believe that we'll be ahead of the curve. What about necrotic enteritis? Because generally when there's coxy, there's also enteritis. Has mm -hmm. that been your experience as well? Yes, I think that's the experience of every, every veterinarian I've talked to. Uh, the coxie vaccine uh, normal reaction apparently uh, causes enough uh, intestinal damage for clostridia, uh, uh, the clostridial bacteria to, to uh, proliferate and, and produce the toxins and cause necrotic enteritis. Mm -hmm. uh, personally, and of course, the makers of coxie vaccines don't agree with me. Personally, I believe that coxie vaccines do way too much more damage than they have to in order to produce immunity. That's just a personal opinion. And uh, I would like to see a vaccine that doesn't wipe out the God in order to produce immunity. Based on your experience with no antibiotics ever production, is this something that you think the entire industry would be capable of doing in at least some of their operations? Or is it a situation where it's gonna work for some companies and not for others? You have to, you have to be very, very clean from the breeder barns, the nest, egg packing, you have to have a pristine hatchery. All those things uh, obviously are necessary to produce antibiotic-free successfully. Uh, not every integrator has a brand new hatchery. Different companies have different um, goals. Sometimes you're forced to make the wrong decision in order to be in the top 25%, which is what how mo you know, most live production managers are measured uh, today. Uh, and uh, in order to be in that top 25% in cost, you do some things that are wrong and eventually uh, get back and punch you. 
So I guess the easy answer to your question, yeah, but it's not for everybody. Now, when we talk about no antibiotics ever production, it's, I guess you could say, an exciting development for poultry. It's certainly a good marketing story, but you said you wanted to talk about the elephant in the room. Please describe that elephant. Well, I'm surprised how lately, and I'm going to say the last year, uh, there's so much talk and so much debate whether treating with antibiotic is the right or the wrong thing to do. I think as veterinarians, we have always tried to do what's best for the animals mm -hmm. within the context of the economic constraints that food animal production take. Um, veterinarians who do not use antibiotics are not evil creatures that came to the world to torture animals. Uh, neither do uh, veterinarians that choose to use antibiotics are creatures that don't care about the planet and the legacy they leave to their kids. That's the images that we see portrayed mm -hmm. in the media. The decision of when to use antibiotics and what antibiotic to use still dictated by the amount of mortality and you have to do the numbers, how much is that costing you? Uh, if all you care was uh, animal suffering, you'll probably start using antibiotics, you know, when you see 10 or 20 dead chickens in a barn. And companies will not use antibiotics until they see at least 100 a day. Is there a threshold that veterinarians should be uh, abiding by? That's, that's uh, every company and every individual. I work for three large companies and now I work for a smaller company and that threshold uh, is different in every company. Again, based on many factors, one of them, and probably, uh, in my experience, the most important one was uh, the economics behind it. And you raise a good point about the economics because, uh, you know, some people say, well, the no antibiotics ever production is really being driven by marketing, mm -hmm. not by veterinarians. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it does create a, an ethical dilemma for vets, doesn't it? Yes, and I hate that as veterinarians, we're stuck in the middle. Uh, I don't know where the animal welfare um, advocates every time you have a group of consumers demanding antibiotic-free production. I wish they could get together in a room and sort it out for us. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in a way, working for a food-producing company, we're gonna do what the consumer wants. I mean, I, I don't think there's any way out of that. Now, there have been some recent reports that there might be an oversupply of mm -hmm. birds that are raised without antibiotics. What have you heard? I'm not sure, I heard that. And I said, well, when the largest company decides to go antibiotic-free and they represent close to 25% of the production, I guess it was meant to be, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and uh, in a free market, in a free economy, that product will find itself its own niche and uh, will find itself its own price and uh, it will be stabilized again. And then until the next big company says we're going to go 100% antibiotic-free and then probably antibiotic-free is going to be, if not, already is a commodity. So is it possible then that the pendulum could swing back the other way and that companies might say, well, antibiotic-free, it was interesting to try, but maybe we'll go back to the way we were doing things because there's really no antibiotics in any of this meat anyway due to withdrawal times and uh, USDA inspections. The, the consumer demand will dictate the price public is willing to pay. And if the public is not willing to pay, the added cost of producing birds without antibiotics, then the industry will probably stop. Uh, every person I know in the uh, K-12 
cage-free lay industry says they lost a lot of money. So I don't know, the pledges from over 100 restaurants and companies that they were going to use only cage-free uh, uh, layer eggs, uh, I don't know what, if it's the right thing to do, why wait until 2025 or 2022? If it's the right thing to do, why don't you start tomorrow and pay the vendors of cage-free eggs the money they deserve? Again, I think at the end of the day, a free economy puts everybody in its place.